0: Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include management's focus, loan production expenses, and slowing rate hikes. Thanks to this week's podcast sponsor, Richie May, a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking. To learn more, visit ritchiemay.com. What are capital markets and top management looking at as we head into the end of 2022 and enter 2023? How deep should personnel cuts and salary reductions be to try and keep up with revenue declines? Weighing reductions in force versus furloughs, and whether or not to pay out severance? Secondary gains and margin compression continue to be a battle, as to hedging concerns and using the appropriate coupon to hedge. Anyone got a good arm buyer? Or zero point options for second homes or investment properties? Or strategies in finding local banks or credit unions to partner with and buy loans? How about creating products by partnering with insurance companies? A national down payment assistance program? Or trying to get back to having 101 or 122 pricing on the rate sheet? How do you know if non-agency investors will be around next month? And is there pricing and non-QM pricing engines? What are the S&D options out there and are there any new strategies to fix broken loans with rising rates? There are repurchase issues and pushing back against agencies or aggregators. Having warehouse, investor, and agency conversations nearly constantly regarding income and balance sheet changes as well as having a plan in place to stop the bleeding could be good. Lenders, especially independent mortgage bankers, continue to talk about but do little about adjusting LO compensation. Hourly wages for loan officers are a topic and whether to have outside loan officers and the issues with agreements and documenting them. Owners are keeping an eye on plans for handling future EPOs both from an investor perspective and going back to individual LOs and watching to see if the quality of files is deteriorating. Another topic is whether or not lenders are having much success with cost-saving wins or success in negotiating vendor contracts. In the credit world, can lenders save money by analyzing the number of polls per file, or reminding staff about hard versus soft polls, or dealing with duplicate logins? Marina Walsh, MBA's Vice President of Industry Analysis, notes the industry continues to struggle with a perfect storm of lower production volume and revenues and escalating production costs, which for the first time exceeded $11,000 per loan. Companies are responding to tough market conditions by reducing excess capacity, including staff. The number of production employees per firm is down 7% from the previous quarter and 19% from one year ago. However, overall volume has dropped so swiftly that some companies are having difficulties adjusting staffing and other costs to match market conditions. Mortgage servicing continues to be the silver lining in the current rate environment. With prepayments and delinquencies low, mortgage servicing has been the difference for many companies between profitable or not. Roughly one in two companies generated a profit in the third quarter, but without mortgage servicing operations, only one in four companies would have been profitable. The average pre-tax production loss was 20 basis points in the third quarter, down from an average net production loss of 5 basis points in the second quarter this year, and down from a gain of 89 basis points one year ago. Total production revenue, which includes fee income, net secondary marketing income, and warehouse spread, decreased to 326 basis points in the third quarter, down from 335 basis points in the second quarter. On a per loan basis, production revenues decreased to $10,392 per loan in the third quarter, down from $10,855 per loan in the second quarter. Net secondary marketing income increased to 223 base points in the third quarter, down from 243 base points in the second quarter. On a per loan basis, net secondary marketing income decreased to $7,165 per loan in the third quarter, from $7,939 per loan in the second quarter. The average pull-through rate, as in loan closings to applications, increased to 77% in the third quarter, up from 75% in the second quarter. Total loan production expenses, which includes commissions, compensation, occupancy, equipment, and other production expenses and corporate allocations, increased to a steady high of $11,016 per loan in the third quarter, up from $10,937 per loan in the second quarter. Personnel expenses averaged $7,325 per loan, while productivity decreased to one and a half loans originated per production employee per month in the third quarter, from 1.7 loans per production employee per month in the second quarter. Production employees include sales, fulfillment, and production support functions. Servicing net financial income for the third quarter without annualizing was at $102 per loan, down from $133 per loan in the second quarter. Servicing operating income, which excludes MSR amortization and gain loss in the valuation of servicing rights and of hedging gain losses and gain loss on the bulk sale of MSRs, was $95 per loan in the third quarter, down from $97 per loan in the second quarter. The Federal Open Market Committee, or action arm of the Federal Reserve, released the minutes from its November meeting on Wednesday, which indicated the Fed will begin slowing its pace of rate hikes, even as policymakers have yet to see meaningful signs of inflation pressures abating. Most officials are in favor of slowing the pace of rate hikes, though the debate now surrounds a higher terminal Fed funds rate range. Investors were looking for clues that the Fed is ready to pivot to a less hawkish monetary policy, and expectations are now that we will get a 50 base point hike in December, and then another 50 sometime in 2023. A substantial majority of participants judged that slowing the pace of increases would likely soon be appropriate, according to records from the November 1st and 2nd gathering. Quote, a slower pace in these circumstances would better allow the committee to assess progress toward its goals of maximum employment and price stability. End quote. After yesterday's break for Thanksgiving festivities, markets are back open today. However, there's an early 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific recommended close for the bond market, and the economic calendar is empty. We begin the day with agency MBS prices unchanged from a few days ago, and the 10-year unchanged from Wednesday afternoon as well, yielding 3.71%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Remember when plastic surgery was a taboo subject? Now you mention Botox and nobody raises an eyebrow. (laughs) <laughs> thanks again to richie may a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory audit tax technology and other services in the mortgage industry and in banking to learn more visit richiemay.com about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.